Wolf and Luke Middays, 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Well, we figured we'd be talking a lot of football this week, and we have, and we, uh, we certainly still will, especially as uh, week two against the Raiders gets closer, and Wolf are going to have... We're going to have uh, tonight's game to react to tomorrow. But obviously the Phoenix Suns are, it's not even really the Suns. It's just the NBA and the story that does involve the Suns dominating the headlines uh, over the last couple of days and for all the wrong reasons. So we are joined right now on the Arizona Sports Line by friend of the show, host of the Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max show on ESPN. Jay Williams joins us right now. Jay, how's it going? About yourself. I miss you guys. I mean, I guess we're in the verge of basketball season, huh? Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting there. It's only like a couple weeks away now, finally. Yeah. Don't want to talk Cardinals? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> we can talk no worries at all. Don't worry. Yeah, about you know what, buddy? That's all right. Uh, come see me after four weeks, okay? Okay. I like that. I like the confidence, Wolf. I like it. Where'd that confidence I'm not that really confident. You're not that confident, I'm just saying, though, at least we'll have context to talk about that, Jay. That's the the reason why I say four weeks, because that, to me, is what you can really take to evaluate a football team. Uh, uh, Having having D-Hop back would help, but go ahead, Luke. I'm uh, sorry. No, you're right. (laughs) Having D-Hop back would help, I think, everybody here. Um, All right, so the the Robert Sarver situation, the Phoenix Suns, Adam Silver talking yesterday, Chris Paul and LeBron James already uh, voicing an opinion on Twitter. Um, I want to start there. Did you expect LeBron and Chris Paul, uh, those are sort of the headliners, did you expect them to say anything? Do you expect them to say anything more, or do you expect anybody else that that is a player to, to follow up? Look, let me let me say this. Um, I only played in the NBA for one year, but I feel like I have been part of the brotherhood for over 20 years. Adam Silver botched this. Uh, and I think Adam Silver is the most progressive and the smartest commissioner mm. in all sports. Mm. Now, I know there are legalities around this, um, because Robert would, you know, you can't just take an, uh, an owner away from, you know, a team away from an owner. Um, there's actually a lot of due process you have to go through in order for that to happen. So it's not as easy as just saying he should take the team away because he, he can't. There's a governing body. There's a due process to that. But coming off what we came off of, the pandemic, and the amount of attention that we pay to mental health of employees. My wife works in technology, guys. Uh, seeing the way technology companies have really kind of embraced a work-from-home policy, uh, you know, giving time for, you know, your rejuvenation period throughout the course of a day, like being hypersensitive and aware to activate that type of stuff. When I then look at the NBA and I see a history of behavior that's been accepted, it it almost makes me think that the awakening process we went through due to the pandemic and work environment and culture and fear-mongering, all the good that we said we were going to do coming out of it, now I'm looking at this saying, oh, okay, this this reminds me of everything that, it's it's almost everything that I think the NFL is that I think the NBA is not. Hmm. And and, and that's kind of problematic for me. and even reading Adam's comments about, well, you know, he's done a lot of other good things that people have said good things about him. I said, okay, that's, I understand that. But 
that still doesn't make the things that he did wrong okay because he also did good. And first off, if anybody ever uses that type of language around me, I'm going to course correct you. Yeah. I mean, Bill Duffy's somebody I've known for a very long time. He was my agent when I got drafted. Uh, he's like a pseudo father to me. So hearing that from him in those accounts, mind-boggling. Um, pictures being sent, language being used. And as people in positions of power, we have to do better. Mm. Because when you set the tone for your organization, if you set the tone in that light, it makes it acceptable for other people to pass that behavior down. There's a trickle down effect. And to me, I automatically felt so bad for Chris Paul because here he is again with a chance still to win a world championship. But after coming from the Clippers now to deal with this, and these are the kind of things that set your season on a different course. Because hmm. now we're talking about the decision on will Suns players play for Robert Sarver? Will they play for him? And it takes all focus off of basketball and now focuses on women's rights, work environment, and bigger issues. And I know Chris Paul is up for the challenge, but I also just want Chris Paul to play basketball and have a chance to win a championship. Um, but unfortunately, these are the kind of things that occur in life in general. And Chris Paul is a leader. And I'm interested to see how he will handle it. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. That is a huge story going forward, Jay. You're right about that. So, Jay, can I can I ask you what what would have sufficed for you in regard to the punishment? What what would have satisfied you and so many others that are out there? I I don't know if taking the team and we talked about this today because when there's video evidence, the world reacts to things visually very differently than they do when they're just interviews that are kept behind closed doors, essentially without the context truly getting out. I would have liked to have seen a longer term ban. Mm. Now, I don't know if that's a five-year ban, something around there. Still own, I mean, the, the thing that is, and I know there's, it's not correlated properly, but to put it in perspective, like the, the ban doesn't stop the price of his team continuing to, increase yeah. right like donald sterling got paid 2.5 billion dollars to go away now that probably hurts long-term ownership perspective but he got paid 2.5 billion dollars to go away so you know on top of a, a 10 million dollar fine doesn't seem like even though it's one of the harsher fines at nba it doesn't seem to me with somebody uh, robert sarver's wealth that that really hits you and a year ban okay so like what you, you still can't have control to a degree from far away and hear what's going on. I just think a longer term ban, a bigger fine would have probably simmered a little bit more of the reactions from guys like LeBron or Chris Paul. Talking to Jay Williams, uh, Jay, you said Adam Silver botched it. I think most of us agree with you on that. Do you think Adam Silver knows? Or, and, and it felt like he even knew yesterday as he was talking that he botched it. I mean, I, I've known Adam for a long time. Um, I've seen Adam speak in very pressurized type moments. And that was probably one of the most heightened pressurized moments I've ever seen him speak in. He didn't feel comfortable. I can tell Adam feels comfortable. He did not feel comfortable. And almost in a way from knowing Adam, I do truly believe that maybe this 
even though it was in his hands, I, I wonder to what other degrees of what other factors were into it that we will never have insight to. Yep. Like nobody's ever been a commissioner, guys. Um, and as much as we like to say, hey, your word, your word is final say, uh, you are also answering to, uh, you know, 30 other owners in the league, right? So mm-hmm. it's, um, it's an interesting position, but he did not seem comfortable. I, I, I wonder if he truly believes what he said or if it was something that kind of seemed like it came to a conclusion and that's how he had to address the public. For me, Jay, I honestly think there's something else on the horizon that we don't see here. <laughs> there's, you know, there, there's something else that is out there. You know me. I, I'm the grassy knoll, Jay. That's what I am right now. I, I think there's some type of understanding, unwritten though it may be, some type of understanding going forward. We'll have to wait and see how it all shakes out. But I don't think we know the whole story right now. I, I I tend to agree with you on this one, Wolf. But here's something I would love to hear you guys' opinion on. Maybe that's something you guys talk about later. I, I do find it extremely fascinating that when things of these sorts happen in the NBA, i.e. Donald Sterling, now Robert Sarver, media automatically goes to, well, the players need to do something. right? The players need to yeah. use their voice, use their fame. And I understand that they're different sports, Wolf. But yeah. when we have the Daniel Snyder thing happen, I don't hear that same kind of uproar from the media about the players doing something. It's more about, well, I can't believe. And then it just gets swept underneath the rug. Yeah. I mean, just loses momentum in the media after a couple of months. We just go on back to Sundays and back to football. And I know, you know we will go think, on. Though, Jay, you know what I think? I, I don't mean to cut you off, brother, but you know what no, I, okay. think? I, I, wanna, I, I think? No, it's okay. I want to have a conversation like this. Yeah, I think the players in the NBA are perceived to have so much more power than the players in the NFL. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. But I, I mean, but I'm just saying that's fair. a perception. I don't. I I totally agree. I don't think it's fair either. Well, it's not I fair to ask a, them to do the commissioner's job. That's that's. I mean, if if that's the thought of like, okay, I'm just going to kind of let this go and see what the players do with it. That's it's not. It's not. Really I think the yeah, job. Well, I was, and maybe I came out the wrong way. I wasn't trying to compare like, hey, like you know, players in NFL don't do anything because I know oh, a lot no, of players. That no, do. no, no. I just hate how like the responsibility gets put. Well, the players are the ones that can really create change, and they have to do it. And I'm, I'm sitting there saying, no, like the system should do that. Right. Yeah. The system should course correct. Totally. Like, why are we asking these guys to do it? it just puts unwanted pressure on guys to think about and we all think about things bigger than our jobs it's just it's unfortunate for them yeah jay it's always great man you're great buddy thank you for the time same here guys all right take care that's uh it's jay williams joining us right there yeah that was uh love talking it's a very seriously very real point that i think a lot of people feel right now if you're if you're stepping back and hoping the players are going to do the the job of the league and it does, on some level, kind of seem like that was their plan of, we don't want to get our hands dirty and have to deal with legal stuff, so we're yeah. just going to let Chris Paul and LeBron James handle this for us. That's that's a shaky path to go down. 